Hello, thank you for joining us. We are a mother-daughter team striving to build a healthy and sustainable community. We have our generational differences, but have decided to lift each other up with our strengths and passions. Hi, I'm Holly, I'm the mom, and although there are many aspects of health and what healthy looks like for everybody, I have found my crazy life of tribulations always putting me on this path of health. I hope to impact others as I know others are struggling with some of the same issues. Hi, I'm Chloe, the daughter. Many of my passions are centered around sustainability. There are big and small steps that we can take together to be a part of the bigger picture. I hope to spread environmental awareness and action. Thank you for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Please wait till the end to hear our disclaimer. Hello, welcome back. I am excited. We are excited that you are here with us today. I was just listening to my daughter talk about um, fast fashion, a topic we're going to be covering today. Um, we Built Us is a podcast. We have a mother-daughter here, and we have generational differences for sure on a lot of topics. Um, and that in the last year has been our main focus, I think, in covering topics from our generational differences. This isn't going to be much different, however, we have decided to lift each other up with um, our passions, yeah. mine being sustainability and yours being health. Health, right. Mm -hmm. And that they're very general, but they are going to be fine-tuned throughout time as we carry forward um, totally. with this. And it's something that everybody will be able to relate to and learn mm -hmm. from um, for sure. But listening to you talk about fast fashion, I... I am so taken back and it has made me sick and it makes me think that we should all be walking around naked. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. I think it's very sombering to hear the facts and it's something on the surface I don't think a lot of people know. I, I, did, I was not aware. Right. I was not aware. I'm right. so taken back and sickened by this. Right. And so for one of my classes, I, I'm in college for those listening. Uh, my major is environmental education. So this is one of my strongest passions. And in the course, the course is environmental issues and investigation. We were given, not given a topic. We got to choose a topic for the whole semester to do research on, a project on, educate the whole class on. And I chose fast fashion. Um, one of those things is an action project. And one of the actions is educating through the podcast. And I'm super excited to bring to you um, different categories of fast fashion. So the first week, we're going to talk about environmental issues regarding it. Then next week, we're going to talk about social issues. And then the week after that, we're going to talk about the economic issues. And then the week after that, take a breath here. Right? Oh, man. You're doing a lot of the talking. I felt like Eminem there. Like, we can just spit out these rhymes. Oh, stop. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> flatter myself. Um, <laughs> um, and then the fourth week is what we can do as people and the recap of the whole month. Um, I just pictured Eminem's face just like... Pfft. Right. She, she only me. said like 10 words. I can say 100. That's probably what he'd be thinking. Right. Um. So yeah, and I would also like to say the sources throughout this podcast are the EPA, there's a movie called The True Cost, and if I say any other sources, I will cite them. I would like to preface that. Yeah, good idea. So yeah, where are we going to start with this? We, so this is a very broad topic, and I wish I had the time 
too dive into the small details of what I've researched and the, oh my gosh, I, it's like a drop in the ocean, what we can cover. Otherwise this podcast could be genuinely just about fast fashion for like the whole year. Right. So in general, environmental issues we're going to cover. All right. So touch the bases Mm -hmm. because we, we don't have like, right, right. Yeah. So what is fast fashion? Not a lot of people even know what fast fashion is. You think, oh, well, it's a piece of clothing. I buy it because I like it. Right. Nothing's wrong with that. You know what you know, you know, but when we know more and we know better, hopefully we do better. Right. Right. So fast fashion is a clearly a very large industry and it is a, big companies hiring other companies to produce clothes at a very fast rate, making a lot of clothes at a very inexpensive rate. And you'd be like, oh, it's a win-win for everyone. Cheap clothes, you know, cheap production. But the environment pays and it does affect us a lot. Um, Yeah, I I think about the times we walk through the mall and all these stores that are so inexpensive oh totally and you know i put out on our social media some polls on oh what do you know about fast fashion and all that and some people knew some people didn't and some people submitted brands they thought were fast fashion um so if you are forever 21 victoria's secret is a huge one not to mention unethical conditions people are working all of all the brands like that i'm about to name have very unethical working conditions which we'll talk about Um, and social issues next week. But Brands Zara, Urban Outfitters, Gap, Fashion Nova, Nasty Gal, Shein, just to name a few of thousands. Yeah. Probably Aeropostale. No, yeah, for sure Aeropostale. So Ariana Suming. Yeah, you just walk in and out of these stores thinking you got Mm -hmm. the deal of the world and uh, you keep on Totally. And I, I think the thing is about that too is it, it does target the people that not are always are younger, but a younger generation. Mm-hmm. You know, they can only, this is my budget. I have a $20 budget. Um, how much can I buy with that? Right. And I, I think that the cheap prices are nice because the younger, they're so influenced mm. by being accepted by their peers and wanting to change their outfits, their look to mm-hmm. keep up with. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. And well, that's more on social issues. So we'll definitely cover that in great detail next week. Um, but that is definitely the push for these, why it's such a big issue, because as a consumer, and not to say that we haven't been at fault, we've been at oh, huge yeah. fault. Like, oh my gosh, we would go to the mall and like drop money. Like, oh man, that's a hundred dollars. We are the 30 shoppers we of are. the world. We love to shop. But until recently, um, I just got a new job um yeah i did and it it's it's i'm really super excited for it it's a it's a government ish a student government position and i'm a sustainability person and i'm super super excited for it um but in saying that until like i started getting these positions and really getting into my major i didn't understand the damage it was doing so like that i know as humans and this is according to the true cost movie 82 pounds, like 82 pounds, that is a large dog, but 82 pounds of textile waste, so clothes, jeans, whatever, is thrown out a year per person for the average American. That's crazy. It's, it's crazy. The, and here's the, 
I just can't wrap my head around 82 pounds. And when I first read that fact, I thought, oh, like people just throw out their clothes. That's insane. Why would you just throw, why wouldn't you just donate it? But that's the thing. You donate clothes, you don't see what happens behind those doors. They mm. throw out so much waste. They throw mm. out so many clothes. Mm-hmm. I saw a documentary where there was a store manager for a Goodwill, and he said, you think that mm-hmm. everybody is doing good by donating, but mm-hmm. he goes, what you guys don't understand is we throw so much out. So much. So much out. I had friends work for Goodwills and clothes, clothing stores like that. Um so clothing, going back to clothing waste, I mean, even bore me more, what, beyond throwing it out. The EPA put out numbers. It hasn't been updated since 2018. Explain what the EPA is. Environmental Protection Agency. Okay. So they're, they're kind of sticklers for the environment. And they kind of lay down these, they do a lot of stats and I believe laws are sometimes in there. Um, the rules. Yeah, the rules of it. So they stated that... I don't even know if I can say this number properly because it's so large. 17,030,000 tons, tons of textiles produced in 2018. And 11,300,000 tons of those textiles were put into landfills. So kind of put that in perspective, that is 66% of the produced textiles were thrown out. Isn't that something? So people literally do buy their things Mm -hmm. thinking, oh, I'll wear this for the school year or Mm -hmm. I'll wear this to a dinner party. And I didn't pay that much for it. So I can just kind of toss it. it. It's not too trendy anymore. And that's the thing about fast fashion. It is trend based. They're coming out with websites filled with these clothes that were just put out. And then two weeks later, oh, they have new clothes. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to do a fashion haul. I'm going to get a ton of clothes for like $100. You know, and I think about when we'd walk into like Forever 21 or any of the stores when you were a teenager, and I would feel like I scored as a Mm -hmm. mom because we'd find things on clearance, like a shirt for three bucks, four bucks, Mm -hmm. but it looked like you paid more for it, but it never lasted Mm -hmm. or it wasn't in fashion the next year, but that's the intent. That's the purpose. That's That's... how they play us almost. Mm -hmm. That's why it's called fast fashion. And I don't, I'm not saying, I'm not shaming anyone because- just because you do it once, as long as you're not doing it all the time. And in the fourth week, we'll talk about what we can do and regulation, self-regulation and so on. But like, it's insane, you know, just being aware of it. And when you buy them, like you were just saying, you know. Right. I think so many times, though, um, we do it and you think, well, it's not going to hurt mm-hmm. this one time. Mm-hmm. So how many times do we think that? Right. I think that even sometimes when I eat something, I shouldn't. Right. Well, it's not going to hurt that one time. Right. But if everybody thought that way. There's power in numbers for sure. Yeah. That's the reason it's such an issue. You right. know, there's a hundred thousand teenagers doing it, buying three pairs of clothes or three little shirts. Right. And then boom, like. Right. Numbers. Right. And it, in order for the industry to keep producing these things, you you need you need people buying them. You need consumers. And that's us. What we do does matter. What you do matters. It does matter because if you don't buy it, then they feel like they can't sell it because it's not working mm-hmm. for them. Right. So another environmental issue um, in, in correlation to fast fashion is chemicals. And I was like, chemicals? When I when I was writing this paper, I was researching. I saw a lot of things like chemicals. Like what? Like I get dyeing process and so on. But I found a fact 
I wish I could pronounce the doctor's name, but I'm going to try for credit reasons. Dr. Nabirasol. That's probably it. <laughs> he said that there are over 8,000 synthetic chemicals used in various processes to turn raw materials like cotton into these fabrics. Mm. 8,000. That insane. It, it's, it makes me sad because um, I, I had shared with you guys last podcast that I recently had a diagnosis, mm. uh, health um, stuff, and I'm reading about the toxins that we have in our body that we're not even mm. like aware of because it was talking about a compromised liver and how it holds our toxins. And I'm like, I really, you know, I have a glass of wine now and then. I'm like, I don't have any toxins, but mm. hearing you talk about this this afternoon, I, yeah, keep going. Right, right. Like the, the I was like, okay, so what are some chemicals? And I, I, I could name them and I could talk about them. Like there's uh, flame retardants, there's fabric dyes, there's pesticides used for storage. There's things used in clothing called, sorry if I'm not saying this right, benzothiazole. Um, basically, it's characterized by a depression of the central nervous system and respiratory system, as well as kidney and liver toxicity. So this chemical in our clothes is affecting us internally through skin penetration of our clothes just being on us. Yeah. And skin is our biggest mm -hmm. organ. Um, and a lot of times people disregard that because you think the organs are inside, mm -hmm. you know, in your rib cage, your liver, your kidneys, your lungs. Right. Um, but your skin actually is the biggest organ of our, our body. Soaking it up. Yeah. And everything we put on our skin penetrates into our system. Um, anyways. Sorry. No, no. Why are you sorry? My no. two little cents in there. Oh, totally. You're right. And even going off of that, like. These chemicals are not only going on us, but they're going into the waterways. They're going, they're seeping into the land. And I mean, even at the most, this is, I'm going to say some very basic way, um, cause there's a lot of depth to this, but the pollutants in the water are like a food chain. This is how I like to see it. So once those chemicals and microparticles take a hold in the water, there's a contribution to the rest of the world with those lasting effects by it lingering there. It, it, goes into the food systems, mm. you eat that food, it's in your body, and then let's say this can get really morbid, you decompose, leaching into the ground, that grows, those animals eat that growth, and then the animals are contaminated. It is a process, it's like a recycling process. We're a big contaminated decomposing world. Mm. It is, and that's what this is turning to, sadly, to be frank and kind of morbid but i mean honestly it's getting to the point where we need to be real with ourselves and what we can do and we need to understand it and I, our our health system mm -hmm. is is going it's sad and it is i don't want to say oh well it's happened just you know i think we can take it with a grain of salt and do what we can personally but not hold the weight of the world on our shoulders because that is impossible right but what if you're listening to this you are making a difference just by being educated on this by listening to this so thank you First of all. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. I get so like. Ugh. You do. She's on the edge of her chair and she's really getting into it. And I'm, I'm strongly entertained by her passions <laughs> on this. It's, it's very enlightening to watch. Oh, I just thought of a cool. Carry um, on. Carry on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, and then chemicals, going back to chemicals. Uh, I'm just going to ask you a question. I want you to answer in your head. 
what you think. So for pesticides that are used to make just like a cotton t-shirt, how many pounds of pesticides or like ounces of pesticides are used to produce enough cotton for a t-shirt? One one t-shirt. One t-shirt. So like just five seconds. All right. So my cotton t-shirt is is made obviously from cotton. There Mm -hmm. was pesticides put on the cotton and you're asking how how much pesticide was put on that Mm -hmm. cotton in order to make a t-shirt i have no clue a tablespoon a third of a pound per t-shirt wow a t-shirt that you can get for five bucks at any store basically and you you think of any store you walk into in the piles of Mm -hmm. t-shirts that they have and i mean pesticides that's again a whole nother topic but terrible for the environment um just a small example um pesticide runoff is creating dead zones in the gulf of mexico and all over the world dead zones is basically the bleaching in a way of the ocean where nothing can survive or live that's just like a small sample of what pesticides can do yeah i'm reading right now a book too and this is another subject but how the pesticides are actually affecting the quality of our soil which Mm -hmm. directly affects the quality of the food we eat um, which affects our health. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so scary. So scary. So by supporting industries like this and supporting basically non-organic materials, food, etc., it's a very scary world. But- right. And people, I have, um, when speaking in the past and talking about food and our choices that we eat, and people are, are saying, well, it's way too expensive to eat organic or to eat healthy. But I'm like, yeah, but did you ever have to deal with medical bills mm. and uh, disease? That costs a lot, a lot more. And I am here to tell you that it mm. it is it is better to spend a little and maintain a, a higher quality of life than try to undo a disease through... 100%. I guess the chemicals that we're exposed to or the nutrition that we didn't put into our body because mm-hmm. we thought it was cheaper in the beginning. There's a price to be paid. I know. I always tell myself in the similar sense of like, okay, Chloe, you're spending a dollar more for this organic, let's say, cl- like not clothing, um, organic carrot. carrot. <laughs> yeah. Or like that example, right? We or don't even like carrots. No, much. or like ten dollars more for this organic cotton tea. Um, I always put the guilt on myself, and maybe it's a bad thing to do, but I say, okay, if I, were I, well, it's you know a little more expensive. Could I tell my future grandchild that while they're like dying because of the suffocation in the air because of all the CO two emissions or the toxicity in this in their foods? Like, I, I always put myself in that position. Like, really? Am I that valuable for the future generations? No. Right. At a small scale, I'm not. Right. The choices we make and how it affects uh, future generations and our children. If there's somebody in your life that's younger than you, that is going to be around longer than you, I think sometimes it's 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 a good perspective to look at. It is. And the sure. choices you make. You know, my mind right away went to being pregnant. Mm. And nine months of sacrificing just general nutrition. Like I was extreme mom um, where I didn't even eat cheat with a cookie, you know, because I thought if I can't sacrifice nine months of nourishing my body and this baby to give it its best start, 
then shame on me because mm. I, I knew better. So, I mean, it was a sacrifice uh, that I just chose to do for for the health of you, something right. that you would have to live with for the rest of your life. But, um, yeah, that's a good perspective to, to, yeah. to make. Thank uh, you. Yeah. So I'm not saying the list like you, the listener needs to do that. I'm just saying that's how I always see it. Right. But it's a, it is a cool, it's, I, I always like to listen to other people because I, I think one way or I think my way is right. Mm. Um, or it's just my perspective and the way I was brought up or, or thought about something either because I wasn't educated enough on it or, um, I didn't know what to ask, or maybe I didn't even know it existed. So it's kind of cool when you know something like, like we had said before, when you know better, you do better. Mm -hmm. But um, when you put emotional twist on it and how our choices actually will affect our younger people, that that's something I don't, I don't want to live with. I don't want to live with that guilt. I agree 100%. And lastly, another environmental issue I'd like to touch on is um, energy usage and CO2 contribute contributions to greenhouse gases with fast fashion how so how so uh so energy it takes energy to do everything energy is everywhere as known as the physics class i dropped out of um (laughs) (laughs) i am so excited you dropped out of that damn class it was hard it was stressful to listen to just (laughs) lose it you were like banging your head. I gen- real, yes, I was. Um, <laughs> but energy. So you got energy everywhere and you need energy to transport those goods. You need energy to produce these goods. You need energy to sew these goods to make like have lights in these fast fashion. Why am I blanking on the name? There's a name for it lights no yeah they're lights but um they're like the the sweatshops they're called sweatshops and we'll get into that on the social issues but sweatshops is basically a general term for um fast fashion industry places where workers are working at a very inexpensive rate in really poor conditions like these buildings collapse the infrastructure is just not there um often their children sewing your clothes um in the fast fashion industry Right. Yeah. Um, so those are in general term called sweatshops. So basically energy is needed everywhere, but it's super hard to calculate because there's so many extensive details in the process that it just kind of the translation of how much energy is needed gets lost. Mm, interesting. Right. But yeah. the one thing I could find is the overall carbon emissions, the fashion fast fashion industry contributes to the whole entire global carbon emissions is eight to 10% depending on the source. And it's just like blows my mind. That's crazy. And for, for the people that don't know, carbon emissions basically influence climate change. Carbon emissions equals climate change and climate change equals the planet collapsing. Right. So very general terms. Um, you always think about cars and the, you know, semis and everything, the mm-hmm. factories, transportation um, doing it or. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think of your clothes you're wearing. But the clothes thing is not only, you know, the chemicals that's putting in our body and 
the landfills and it's our water and it's right and again thing on the landfills sorry i want to make sure you finish what you were saying no and it's it's just not one thing Mm -hmm. it's all encompassing Mm -hmm. and it's it's terrifying right and i think also i was about to say about the landfills is before i was like oh like what's the problem with landfills period and then I started doing research on it. So landfills, basically, when you're closed with all those chemicals, those 8,000 chemicals are start decomposing, which takes a while. But when they do start, they basically create chemicals and they seep into the groundwater. And of that, they just kind of create this... Why am- Stop recording? No, I'll edit. Don't stop recording. I just gotta find the thing I was gonna say. Because I can't think of it. Groundwater. I'm trying to find the one on land, my section on landfills. Mm-hmm. Stop that noise. <laughs> Municipal waste. Oh. So landfills, as your clothes start decomposing with all of those chemicals in it, they release greenhouse gases into the air, creating and worsening climate change. Crazy. I know. And they do have some regulations on layering landfills and do that. But, like, the, I mean, the best thing is just not putting it in the landfill. <laughs> right. Um, and stop supporting fast fashion. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, totally. So, I mean, there's a lot of aspects. you got textile waste, chemicals, water waste, water contamination, energy usage, carbon emissions, greenhouse gases, there's a lot of environmental issues connected to fast fashion. And I think the biggest thing we can do is be informed and slowly start changing our ways because, you know, right. yeah. And again, we'll go into that fourth week. But. It's a, it's a habit that when you're mindful of it, it's just a slow process. You know, it's kind of like eating healthier, exercising. Um, nobody can, you know, go ham the very first day and expect mm-hmm. miracles. It's a, you have to mentally adjust to it. Um, but I think when we're aware of something, it helps us make better informed choices totally yeah. i 100 percent agree thank I you mean, Chloe. yeah um you're welcome i love talking about this i feel like i get so serious um, i know right i we like turn serious. the switch on and i'm like environmental issues this um, <laughs> but if you're interested in knowing more reach out to us um i have a ton of sources that i would love to share i would love to dive into more deeper a deeper conversation with somebody um that would be interested in knowing more um again looking up epa or watching the true cost movie are a good step to do um if you do want to know more on the surface um but if you want to not even on the surface depends you can dive deep as you want into this subject you just gotta look for it because it's out there for sure yeah you were getting overwhelmed by how much information is out there i found like my essay paper needs like five sources and i i have uh 20 Oh, wow. That's crazy. It's so, there's a lot out there. It's crazy. Um, but thank you for joining us. Yeah, we'll talk to you next week on social issues of fast fashion. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm really looking, excited. I'm looking forward one. to it. Thanks for joining us. Mwah.
The We Built Us podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information along with sustainable ideas and is created for entertaining and educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard or avoid medical-related advice from your healthcare professional because of something you may have heard on this podcast. The use of any information provided on this podcast is solely at your own risk. Product mentions are a personal opinion and are not intended to advise the use of. Any of these products mentioned and the use of any products are solely at your own risk.